This is the Believer's Response with Bami Dele and Althea. You're welcome to our podcast where we inspire fellow believers to live an empowered life and to walk the Christian walk victoriously. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Hi. How are you doing, sis? I'm good. How are you? I am blessed. That's good. Yes. Continually and continue to be blessed. Amen. Better than yesterday. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, people of God, how has your week been? Hope you've been eating well. Eating. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. It's all we've been eating well. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, yes, there's a food shortage in this country. I was just there telling is. my mom about it yesterday. Yeah. That when I, I collect the lunches from the kid, um, the breakfast, whatever they have left over, I try to clean and then redistribute at the end of the day. Sometimes I don't get to clean it, but I do redistribute it so that nothing is wasted because it's going to go in the garbage. Whatever they don't eat goes in the garbage. Yeah. So indeed, go ahead. Whatever. We hope you've been eating well. Yeah. Hope you've been eating. I don't know where that came from, but Mm -hmm. yeah, we hope you've been eating well. It's valid. Mm -hmm. So, and let's not, from what you just said, let's not wasteful. Let's not be wasteful. Let's not waste our food. Whatever. I try to... That's why God have mercy. I hope I don't gain weight. When the kids don't finish their food, I eat their, eat it. Yes. <laughs> their leftover. <laughs> but I don't get to do that every time because I'm like... I don't like the yeah. way you eat the, You ate this food. I know. So. <laughs> they touch it and then they lick it and yeah. it So I'm like, I'm not no. eating this one. <laughs> no, I need to clarify. I share on a covered food. So it's like juice boxes that haven't been opened mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Wrapped food. So whatever the kids haven't eaten, I redistribute it. Because there's kids that are going home to not having food. True, um, true. Wow. Mm-hmm. So we thank God we're here again. God made it possible. And we're glad that you're listening again. He made it possible. Amen. God is a door. So guys, what's been blessing you? We get to ask every episode, what's yes. been blessing you? <laughs> like we always say... Please subscribe if you haven't subscribed. Mm-hmm. And we want to know what's been blessing you as well. So mm-hmm. please leave us a comment. Um, if, you're use, if you're listening by iTunes, Apple mm-hmm. Podcasts, please leave a comment. And anywhere you're listening, you can go to our Instagram page as well, mm-hmm. Believer's Response. Leave us a comment and let us know what's been blessing you. Or it could be a comment about what we posted or what we've talked about. Just let us know. Or you could DM us. Yeah, that's allowed. It's happened. <laughs> so... Let's know what's been blessing you. Awesome. All right, sis. So, what's been blessing you, sis? Well, I have to take it away. Um, actually, what has been blessing me has just been realizing, um, you know, just just being in the presence of God, realizing how much He's just swelled up around me, and just like towards the end of this week, I got this go power, mm. you know, and also just realizing that he's speaking to me because I was looking at a monstrously busy week this upcoming week mm-hmm. and I just felt like I don't know what was going to come out of it and I, as I was doing praise and worship in church on Sunday I just felt this peace in my spirit and I heard you know in my spirit can I say that you hear yeah. it in your spirit yes yeah. okay I heard in my spirit I wanted I wanted to be understandable yes so that I will make this week easy for you mm. and that's the word that I Thank held on to as I was going through Monday, Tuesday, 
and there's a lot going on. It's too much to even say out now on the, on the podcast, but just hecticness and busyness. And he just allowed me to have fellowship time with him. Um, time to think, time to have adequate rest, time to finish all of the work that I have on my plate from just work, being busy, going from task to task and completing the week successfully. And then at the end of the week, another gem dropped. And that was about my future, me, my children, me, my purpose partner. I like that (laughs) word. I'm going to keep using it. Purpose partner. You know, and our future. So I just feel like just obeying him and holding on to that word. Yes. And not, you know, when when the temptation came for me to just to start saying, oh my gosh, this week is going to be so... No, no, remember what God told you as you stood up here, praise and worship in church, and you heard it audibly, it's going to be easy for you. I'm going to make this easy for you. I even had to stop and like crook my neck like one of those little puppies. Like, wait a minute, where'd that come from? <laughs> that wasn't from me, you know, so I bless God. I just bless God. <laughs> oh God. Amen. Yeah, so for me, what's been blessing me, it's just being thankful. You know, our first child will be turning five mm. next week. Oh, yeah. And um, there was a time, so we've been fasting for her from, from the week before her birthday, mm-hmm. before she turns five. So, uh, just a, there was a day that I was just thinking about, you know, her birth and everything. And... Um, so when she was born, she was born um, almost two months earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she came the baby. Uh, no, a month earlier. A month earlier. Okay. She she came a month earlier, and um, uh, we had this back and forth at the hospital. You know when they take the pre uh, the um, new birth screening. Okay. They mm-hmm. do like a like a major test, all round test, mm-hmm. to see if the child is good and all that. Yeah. So they had to call us back. You know, mm. that was <laughs> I was like, God, I just started, I just yeah. got married. We were not even a year in marriage at the time that we had her. I was like, is this how I'm gonna start my own marriage? <laughs> I know well. It's <laughs> not going to no, that. I mean, that's another episode. But I mean, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, God. So you know, I was like, God, is this how I'm gonna start my own? Um, marriage with a child um, mm-hmm. child health problem anyway we there was even a day I was just thinking back there was a day that we were given an appointment and we didn't even know that we went on the wrong day we were already in the in the elevator of that hospital when we realized we got there the wrong day we were going to go there the next day not the day before so we had to turn back from the elevator new parents you know, we're just so confused that yeah. we went on the... Both of us, nobody remembered that this is not the day. So just thinking about that, and then they mm-hmm. mentioned the, the the thing that was going on. It's called tyrosinemia. Mm. That was the condition that they said she had at that time. And I'm going to read, because I had to... I, I can't explain it by myself. I had to read it. So I'm going to read it out to people just to know that God is powerful. Wow. Tyrosinemia is a genetic metabolic disorder that causes the body's inability to effectively break down the amino acid tyrosine. Okay. The inability to break down the amino acid is caused by the deficiency of the fumarylacetoacetate hydrolase. Don't ask me what that is. Yeah. Enzyme. F-A-H enzyme, which, which is required for the metabolism of tyrosine. Mm-hmm. If untreated, tyrosine and its byproducts 
build up in tissues and organs which can lead to serious medical problems such as liver disease mm. kidney disease mm. and metal retardation what? when i heard meta mental retardation i was Nothing like else but mental retardation. that was the thing that caught me like just, i just started crying all the other stuff is terrible too. all those exactly all those other stuff but when i just heard mental re- i was like god this is my first <laughs> oh child my i was just like god so but I thank God. I thank God that through it all, you know, we went for her checkup lately, and the doctor was like, she's in in everything. She's in ninety five percent. Wow, glory to God. I'm like this mm-hmm. child that was, you know, they they said all these things about her, but God is good. So just to Amen. cut the long story short, five years and coming, and we beg her. She could, she didn't talk fast. Mm-hmm. She she was she had delayed talking, and now we beg her to keep quiet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know her people. Okay, we beg her to keep quiet before she couldn't talk. So we give God all the glory. God my is faithful. <laughs> Amen. Is. Oh, glory to God Jesus. bless her. So, God bless her in her upcoming year. Amen. Amen. Oh my goodness, new heights so, for her. Amen. Amen. She is a joy. Yes, she is. She's a joy. joy. (laughs) And you know, anyone out there who maybe you have a child, maybe you got a bad report about your child, Mm -hmm. listen, God is faithful. Just hold on to God and keep thanking him. He will make it come to pass. Amen. What she wants concerning that child will come to pass. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We agree. Our topic for today is arresting intrusive thoughts. Arresting intrusive thoughts. So let's talk about what is what does intrusive thoughts mean? Intrusive thoughts are exactly what they sound like. They intrude into your mind. Yeah, that's the best way. And uh, <laughs> you you don't want them there. They're unwelcome. They're unwanted. You know, just. Um, there's some thoughts that would come in and you're like okay this is welcomed and you keep ruminating over it but there are some that would come in and you don't want to give it a minute to even think more about it so those are intrusive thoughts and um we don't give them permission to just you know they just appear like that into our minds and um yeah usually embarrassing thoughts and you don't want it to get out of your mind exactly (laughs) leave your mind and not appear from your mouth or into anything else at all at all if all right. those things get out you are in trouble with a capital <laughs> t because normally for me the way i see it is it's like um something that could be harmful something that could be mm-hmm. the fetus something that um, it's just something just nonsense just yeah hindrance maybe yeah anything about. dangerous yeah mm-hmm. or just just a very wicked thoughts even sometimes you don't yes. want, you don't want it to come to pass. So that's just where we get the topic title arresting intrusive thoughts because exactly. they need to be arrested. Just like an intruder that comes into your house unwanted, mm-hmm. you call the police, you get them arrested, they go down to wherever they're going to and then you file charges against them. Yes, so in this sense, you kind of treat your mind as if it's, <clears throat> you know, the most sacred place and and it is actually one of the most sacred places that you can possibly have and need to keep safe so we don't want intrusive thoughts and the way i see it too is that you know any and those intrusive thoughts are evil they're evil i just just flat out evil they don't have good intent for us we need to you know accept that 
universe to stop them from invading different areas of my mind. Exactly. So, talk about this topic a little bit more. We have a special guest today with us. So, her name is Sister Shade, and she is here to talk with us some more about arresting intrusive thoughts. And she has the credentials to back it up. I just it like that. You yep. don't laugh. Yep. <laughs> so back it up. So she is a marriage and family therapist. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So she has some clinical language that she's going to be sharing with us, as well as an events coordinator. So she gets to see a lot of things um, hit the fan, basically, <laughs> behind the scenes. Um, you know, and the way she characterized herself. And as I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it the way she said it. She said, and your favorite girl Thursday, what you need, I got you. Me. Amen. <laughs> All day, every day. So I appreciate that last part. So, Shade, you are welcome. You are very welcome. So, today we're going to be fleshing out the topic. So, we'll be finding out what this interested thoughts, what they do exactly, and um, how do we stop them from entering into our lives and or taking over our minds or life. So take it away. Okay. First of all, thank you ladies for having me on. I feel so honored to be a second guest. That's like <laughs> wow, second guest. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very honored to have you as well. Oh, thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. Um, intrusive thoughts. I mean, to me when I when I heard the topic, I was thinking like I mean I, I agree with the um with the definition you guys stated a few minutes ago. I, to me I see that as thoughts that in a way that kind of that could sabotage you because like I'm thinking like thoughts that's like negative thoughts towards your own self could be also intrusive as well. Like thinking like thinking bad of yourself could be quite intrusive and how you mm-hmm. deal with those things. Um he's like stop there said I have clinical terms. <laughs> I I just speak God will help us. But either way, um yeah, how do you handle those intrusive thoughts? I um first thing first, I think what you surround yourself by also really is really key. If you're constantly watching like trash TV and you're watching things that people, where people talk and you know treat treat each other negatively, somehow that seeps into your pores and you know, um, mm-hmm. and you eventually go that language seeps into your own spirit. You start to speak that same language to yourself. So I would say definitely watching what you consume, either via TV or music. That's you know mm-hmm. that's how things get into our spirit. So you need mm-hmm. to surround yourself by positive, positive and uplifting things. You know, Christian music. Christian movies and things that's just uplifting versus things that that's like negative that will kind of bring you down because if you watch a show and the two ladies on the show are fighting and cursing each other out you would eventually if things don't go well one day you might end up cursing yourself out cursing somebody else out and that's an intrusive thought mm-hmm. and it comes out of our, of, our, of our mouth so just being aware of things like that um, definitely you know if you find yourself you know saying things negatively to you so let's just say you're having a bad day you just you know the thoughts just like oh you suck right now you're not a good yes, person yes. you're not a good mother you're not a good friend no sure. you gotta nip those thoughts in the, in the butt because that's not true that's not how we're created right so yeah, um, okay. have taken those thoughts captive and throwing them out and destroying them and saying no i'm a child of god and god has called me i'm anointed god is in me yes. and with me and for me so if god is in you with in you with you and for you you can't be a trash mother. You can't be a bad, um, bad mm-hmm. friend. You mm-hmm. have to. You, you, you emulate God. Your God spirit is in you. So you cannot mm-hmm. have those negatively things, those thoughts roaming through your mind. You have to kind of take them and destroy them. 
but we have to be cognizant of them first of all be aware of your thoughts and then capture 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 it and then destroy it and mm, yes. the, you know speak the opposite of it. if your mind is telling you you know you're not you're not a good mother right now say no i am a great mother yes i may not be doing everything right at this moment but i'm still a great mother i'm still a great friend i'm still a great person you know those kind of things um but I'm, <laughs> I'm going on and on and on. But definitely no. being aware and um, capturing your thoughts and mm. doing the opposite of what the thought, what, what the thought is saying in your mind. Just kind of thinking opposite of that. Think about thinking positively. That's key. Thinking positively. Yes, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. And I think, you know, we can establish that in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Yeah. That says whatever things are noble, whatever yeah. things are lovely. lovely. I'm not saying it lovely. it's said, but I'm paraphrasing. Whatever things are of good report. Yeah. If you any virtue, think on this thing. So, yeah. I, I mean, just to establish what you're saying in the word of God, exactly that's what you're saying. That anything that will refute all those negative thoughts that the enemy is speaking into our minds, you know, those yeah. are the things that we want to reject. So, sis. Mm-hmm. I mean, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. I agree with Sister Shade because what you consume, it's like they say, you, I don't know if you ever heard this. I'm, I'm sure you have. You are what you eat, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So if you're there and you're spending a whole bunch of time just garbage, like you said about the TV show with the two women arguing, mm-hmm. then your expectations for relationships are going to be people arguing and I have to have this level of drama. So mm-hmm. then when all these crazy thoughts start bombarding your brain, you don't think anything of it, mm-hmm. right? So then my question is too, based on that, you know, how much, like, what is permissible? Because you have to draw the line between, um, just because a thought is um, negative, doesn't mean it's an intrusive thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or just because you don't perceive it as something negative. Like for instance, it could be something corrective, like God trying to direct okay. your path in a certain way. This just actually came to me because sometimes you hear a thought like, oh, maybe you shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. And because you feel like, wait, this is kind of, you know, it sounds negative to me. This is an intrusive thought. Let me push it out and cast it out. <laughs> Let me cast it down. Well, you know, it things like that, we would have a witness within us that this you is should. God saying, mm-hmm. saying this. Because you know, you, would know, you know what you're doing wrong. So usually there's a witness that just accepts it. Yes. Even though it's something you wouldn't, you don't really want to hear because it's corrective. Mm-hmm. But then you know that's a way. You know that's it's, it's settled that's something. Yeah. You know that this is God. Like, and also, and also, if I may jump in, also you know we all know how God speaks to us. You know when it's exactly. like you know when it's God speaking to you. When it's just your mind just wandering. You know, mm-hmm. like God's voice is quite distinct that you know this is God speaking to you. And if you and if honestly and honestly, if you pray about it, God will confirm what He just said. So if you're mm-hmm. doubting it, does God pray about it? And He'll give you an answer. That's how we're to kind of decipher if it's God or not. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Because I remember one time I was talking to um Sister Shun about this um this whole uh concept of you know asking for confirmation. Remember we had that we had the episode throwing out the police when we were yeah. talking about this. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that episode. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm so a fan. Show- <laughs> thank you. So oh, we love you. <laughs> and she's plugging episodes too. Yeah, throwing out the fleece, like asking for confirmation of confirmation. Mm-hmm. But I was corrected that day. Like, you know, it's it's okay to ask for confirmation, but then you don't do it in like a certain way. Like, you, you don't, it's not like you're doing it in doubt. You're saying you're holding on to the word and you're just saying, ah, okay, confirm this thing. 
you know it's not like that you're holding out and, and it's really doubt driven behind you asking for confirmation so I like that. I like that. So I wanted to share too. Um, Sister Shade kind of actually even branched a little bit mm-hmm. on this um, Bible verse, and I see your notes, Sister Shade. <laughs> she has the same Bible verse that I'm going to. People are not going right to know now. who you're calling, Sister Shade. Bami Dele. She has <laughs> one name. I have one name. And... <laughs> How many names do you have, Sister Shade? Oh, listen, we're African kids and we're firstborns. We get millions. Exactly. We get (laughs) get millions of names. (laughs) The question is, how many do you answer to? That's the question. Exactly. Yeah, how many names do I answer to? I I guess I answer to all my my nicknames, but, you know, I am God's daughter, Althea. Amen. So... (laughs) <laughs> I will I will be referenced Second Corinthians. This is the one that actually first came to my mind when we started talking about arresting these thoughts. Mm. Um, because they they can't be there. And the question that popped into my mind was, do you know we are able to arrest them? Yes. Do you know? Yes. You know, because I think a lot of people they feel like, okay, this is not right and it shouldn't be here. But do you know that you have the right? And not even just the right, the power, the enablement Amen. through the Holy Spirit to arrest these thoughts mm-hmm. and like weigh them. So this is Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 to 6. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, I'm reading from the NIV. I abandoned my children's Bible for today. <laughs> <laughs> it says, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) I need to read this in my ministry voice. Oh, my goodness. Because I feel so much power from just reading just that first line. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. Mm -mm. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Mm -hmm. So all of these, uh, when I think about the strongholds, and especially in reference to what we're talking about, the mind is one of the places where the enemy seeks to build these strongholds because out of everything it says out of out of the heart goes the, the um i'm sorry out of the mouth goes the, the issues of life of, but of how does it out of the heart thank you sis so how does it even get God, to be with all diligence thank you how does it even get to be in, entrenched inside of there because the enemy has set up a stronghold inside of there so we have to, we have the divine power. They have the power. Okay. On the contrary, it says they have the power, the divine power to demolish. Demolish means to totally break something down. It's not just to break it into pieces. It's like when you demolish something, that means you're getting ready to rebuild something new. Like if you think of a building, it gets broken down. Something new is coming in there. Like Sister Shade said, you replace those words, those negative thoughts that you're hearing with positive life, yes, life, yes. life giving words. And, you know, so if we even look back to, and I actually wrote in my notes to change the title to Demolishing instead of Arresting. (laughs) (laughs) Demolishing intrusive thoughts. Mm -hmm. But then we have to get into the whole, like, step-by-step process of what to do. Um, Let me continue reading here. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we, this is the part that Sister Shade was referencing, take into captivity. We take every thought to make it obedient to Christ mm. every thought we mm. take it who's supposed to take it we, we. yeah we, we're mm. supposed to take it and make it obedient mm. to Christ to the truth that we know mm. 
to the gospel, to the fact that we're free, to the fact of whom the sun sets free is truly free indeed, yes. to the fact that we're no longer slaves and, and going to be held in bondage again to fear, to the fact that we're joint heirs with Christ. All of these things that we hold true, the fact that Christ is the truth, right? Way yeah. and the line. So all of these things we hold those lies in captivity up against it's kind of like you're measuring something like you hold it up against to see like if you have white and eggshell right you're you're an event planner <laughs> how many shades of white are there <laughs> oh several <laughs> several it's like white eggshell mm-hmm. off white what else cream cream <laughs> There's things that look like it's white, but it's not even white because silver looks like it's white. Butter white. Silver white. Yeah, buttercream. Like silver. What else? Some shiny. Like you can go through the whole list of whites. Yeah. You know? So (laughs) you hold it up against that. So when you put white up against cream, you can see the difference. Yeah. And and that Christ, the truth, is white. And when you put cream up against white, you see the obvious difference. So we're com- we're putting everything else, we're holding it up to that high standard. And then it says in verse 6 that and we will be ready to punish every act yes. of disobedience. Once your obedience is complete, what are you doing? In this here, it's saying to take these thoughts into captivity. And if you can't have control and dominion over your mind, how can we complete our first order to have dominion over the world? over every living thing how can we do that we can't even have to be over our own mind space yep. so that's I mean I was going to say something else about some other things but I feel like enough said I just want to um, also add to that too like there's a lot of things that weaken your mind like if you, if you always like this Shadi said you're watching these trash shows and so what comes out of it is that you're a trash mom <laughs> because you're watching trash moms fighting each other and throwing wine in each other's face. Mm-hmm. That was back in the day when I used to watch the house. Oh, the housewives. <laughs> he never interested me. I was just like, what is this? Like, stop it. Yeah. It was a short season because nobody would want anybody to throw wine in your face. But you know what? People do watch it, though. You'll be surprised. I, mean, I used watch to watch it, but I was always angry watching it. Exactly. So all of that, all of it, all of it is just rile you up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Doesn't doesn't feed your spirit. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like one thing that I really want to pull out. I mean, and this will be my last thought because unless something else comes in, sometimes it happens like that. <laughs> is that <laughs> we have to keep it in consciousness that everything we think is does not originate from us. So I think that's the, that's that's where I'll just end it. And if you continue to keep your mind disconnected from God, if you keep busy. If you don't get enough rest, your girl loves her rest. I need yes. my six hours. <laughs> this is a I, li- I like my naps. <laughs> Thank you. Two people of rest. Because it's recuperative, you know, and mm-hmm. we, you know what you need. Your body needs it. So. Yeah. I, 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 I agree with you guys, but it's just that <laughs> sometimes in life, <laughs> you need to sacrifice. It's not even about the sacrifice. It's not even called sacrifice at that point. You just got into what you got to do. <laughs> well, you know what? We're, 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 we're almost there. But while on, on our way there, we're going to enjoy our nap now. Six hours. Exactly. <laughs> enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I need it. <laughs>
Yeah. But wait, before we wrap up, I wanted to mention something before I forget. Just going back to the Philippians 4.8. I think in oh, a way okay. we could use that as a check mark. When you have a mm-hmm. thought in your mind, think about it. Is it true? Is it noble? Is yes. it just? Is it Thank pure? You. Is it lovely? Is it a good report? Is it a is there any virtue in it? Is it praiseworthy? Mm-hmm. praiseworthy? If it hits those things, then it's a good thought to kind of marinate on. But most likely, if it's an intrusive thought, it wouldn't hit those marks. It would be missing mm-hmm. something. So the question is, what is it missing and why is it missing there? If it's missing something, it's not a thought you should probably be pondering on. So just using that as a check mark for things that, you know, am I supposed to be thinking this thought? Is this thought good? I'm not sure. That could be mm-hmm. a benchmark to kind of do a check mark of what, to see if it hits all those markers. Mm-hmm. And then I would determine yes or no to proceed with it or not. So I just wanted to add that. That's yeah, a good point. absolutely. And you know, I just wanted to. I was thinking about this now. You know, when you, the just the, a, a bit of a dramatic way of how these things come in. Mm-hmm. So when they come in, and <laughs> I was just thinking about it, like it comes in and then it's intrusive, yes. But you're, it's like you're snatching it or you're claiming it when you start ruminating on her. Mm. So, and then they invite other thoughts mm-hmm. that were not there in the first place yes. because they're intrusive in the first place, but because you're now thinking about it, mm. then it invites other thoughts, other thoughts be- until you realize, oh my God, I have gone so far. Like it was yes. just this one thing, small thing mm-hmm. that came in. And then you've invited several other dramas. <laughs> yeah. And the then part- sometimes it could even take over your day. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, sis. I said, I'm thinking like it brings this cousin along with you. You bring one person, like, oh, everybody else, let's come on in and just have a party in here. That's the way I see it, going along with the analogy you're saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, Job chapter 4, verse 12 to 15, talking about arresting this intrusive thought. Job chapter 4, verse 12 to 15 says, Now, a word was secretly brought to me, and my ear received the whisper of it in disquieting thoughts from the visions of the night when deep sleep falls on men mm. fear came upon me and trembling listen up this thing started with a disquieting thought right mm-hmm. it started with a like a whisper yeah. but then it built up into fear came upon me and trembling which made all my bones shake then the spirit passed before my face mm. the hair on my body stood up look mm. at the <laughs> oh, I think. Oh, well, I can. The message. I can keep King James. Keep New oh, King. Okay. It sounds like the message, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because it's very dramatic. It's illustrated. <laughs> so you know how this thing so dramatic. How these things happen. It started very like subtle, and then it built up something that is beginning to affect you physically. Yes. And these things happen. You're only thinking, and all of a sudden, you feel like your heart is beating because you're following mm-hmm. the, you know, the the path of that thought. So, uh, suppression does not work. Trying to suppress that thought and saying, oh no, with mental pressure, it doesn't work. Like, no, I'm just going to forget about it. Like, I'm just going to push it back. It doesn't work. It's like we've been saying, it's the word of God that sends them out. You know, and now what I was thinking about this, I thought about, you know, the electric um, scrubbing brush mm-hmm. and the manual that we use with our own hand and we exam yeah. pressure on it. The word of God is that electric scrubbing brush. Like it's it's effortless. All you have to do, because you still have to use your, your words. Yes. You still have to use your mouth to speak out that word. But it's effortless when you begin to use it. That's what the electric brush does. But when we begin to exert pressure, trying to use your mental pressure to push back the thoughts, it won't work. You just keep damaging something. 
by the time you keep suppressing and suppressing without using the word one day you might just act out mm. yeah <laughs> and then everything you just explode, you just explode. everything yeah. just comes up you know and um there's another bible verse that i wrote down it's psalm 18 verse 44 to 46 in Yoruba, it's so sweet when you speak this Bible verse in Yoruba. <laughs> Can we hear it? Do you have a translation? But I'm not speaking it. Wait, I'm not speaking it. I'll, I'll translate. Oh, no. Don't, don't start. Okay. <laughs> you want me to translate? No, no. Both of us do not. <laughs> Even me that I think, ah, I understand Yoruba. They have shamed me. Something. <laughs> <laughs> they have shamed me. Well, they have lost me. They have taken me into the world. <laughs> and they just I said, thought I was a champion in Yoruba. Until I met my masters. <laughs> so I am not going to take your mouth. So Psalm 18, verse 44 to 46 says, As soon as they hear of me, they obey me. And this is the spirit that God wants us to have. As soon as they hear of me, they obey me. The foreigners submit to me. So you think that Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 to 6, arresting them, putting those thoughts in captive. And as soon as they hear us, they will bear us because we are speaking the word of God. The foreigners submit to me. Verse 45 says, The foreigners fade away and come frightened from their hideouts. Wherever they are hiding in our minds, they come frightened from their hideouts. And then what happens? We, we, we erupt into praise. The Lord lives. Amen. Blessed be my rock. Let the God of my salvation be Amen. exalted. Amen. Amen. It's never wrong to, to go into praise when these thoughts will not let you go. Because sometimes, you, you know, we try to to forget them and they still keep showing up. It's like you turn one way. You're trying to do something else and somehow... Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Final question, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Um, There are real traumas, right? Mm-hmm. That are going through and facing. So... I don't even know if that's a question. <laughs> that's not a question. No, I but think I see where you're like, going. Yeah, because you know, everybody has an ordinary it. thought. It's more of like you have trauma, but it's not it's you're holding a trauma traumatic situation into captivity is not that easy. You know, I know we have, we're enabled and empowered with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But to me it would seem like it would have to be like a repetitive thing. Like you you go so back to that time, place, right? especially when you have a traumatic situation. So um, does that make sense, Sister Shade? Yeah. So I, I let me correct me if I'm wrong. So you're saying like having a been through a trauma and that trauma affecting your thought, kind of having like a flashback of the thought of the incident. Yes, yes, yes. And okay. if you don't want it there, it's intrusive, but it's valid. It's like something bad happened to me. You know, like with children, with with family, with couples, things happen. And you just, you know, I can't shake this thought. It's in there. It's it's intruder. It's an intruder. I don't want it there. That's where I'm kind of going. I would say definitely. I mean, we've like we like Sister Sharon said, we've all been to some level of trauma, right? But we have to address our trauma. Trauma only has power over you if you don't address it. If mm. it's you, if you just lying and lurk in the background and just kind of sit in there eventually will kind of overpower you but if you address and come forward and address it either addressing it with a counselor a therapist or a mentor or a pastor addressing the situation talking about it and like kind of facing it head on and going through the emotional pain and letting god heal you once you go through the healing process then you're empowered to now attack those thoughts when they come back or attack those flashbacks when it comes back because Mm -hmm. until you address it it's something that you're still dealing with it's like 
yeah onto, like onto your dresses it's still kind of just sitting there it's like a little it's like a small I don't I don't, I can't find the right knowledge to use but you have to address the trauma we all try to try to ignore our trauma and think that oh you know out of sight out of mind but it's mm-hmm. not out of sight out of mind because things tend to replay itself in different ways without us even knowing about it so your best way is to address your trauma so when it's hunting you I use the word hunting I will um, address that situation talk to a mentor talk to a therapist you know I advocate for a therapist Christian therapist you know not just anybody but um to, t- to address the situation talk about it talk about what happened go through the painful process of it and let god heal you and in the healing of it here comes you you come out empowered and ready to kind of fight those thoughts but until you go through the healing process you'll still be you may win the battle one day you may lose the next day because at the end of the day we need to be a, a, a realistic sometimes those thoughts those thoughts come to our mind when we're down when we're emotionally yeah. down is when those thoughts really kind of come in and rain so if you're down and you have trauma that you haven't addressed you don't really have the tools or the strength to fight them but yes. if you've been healed and you're down you still have at least something like a leg up so you know what if anything i may be down right now but i know i already dealt with this i know god already healed me from this so whatever this is i got this this is god already took care of this part this part taken yes. care of so you're empowered to kind of say okay you know what god you gave me this word i'm gonna use your word to fight this battle but if you haven't really dealt with the painful portion of it you just kind of like it's like you're trying to fight but you don't have the right tools it's like mm. it's like an army that went to war that doesn't have a doesn't have a gun doesn't have anything but wants to fight his enemy what do you have your uniform can't fight your enemy for you you know so just having the right tools to um to fight that's all that's key but definitely addressing trauma no matter how small it is even like verbal abuse people are like oh it's just you know africans know we are very good at abusing each other very well but some kids <laughs> some people that's traumatic to some kids letting yeah. them address that and say you know what I don't like to be talked that that way I don't like to be abused I don't like to be hit so how can we help this child be disciplined in a different way but still addressing that trauma and not letting that lead into other things you know but um definitely address the trauma I would definitely say address that's it address the trauma yeah. wow well said sis well thank said. god well, thank god thank you so much sis you know uh this has been eye-opening should I say yeah, or eye-opening. very and I'm sure it's not just for us it's for everybody yeah. who's going to be listening to this like I always say it could be in the next one year next few months whatever it is that you're going through just on this like Susan Shade just said I think it's very powerful that you deal with that trauma you know as we're talking I just remembered something that keeps flashing in my mind every mm-hmm. time Ah, that's why if you grew up in Nigeria you can't tell me you don't have any type of trauma listen all African kids have trauma oh no <laughs> it was a dead a dead person on the road and it's still flashing in my mind right now yeah wow. dead, I was a child and this and you know every time I went through that road when we go past in the in the car or I think it was on the bus you would still see that dead person mm-hmm. after days and they didn't nobody cleaned up that thing on the road on a major road so these are things that people see i mean it's crazy wow well, the yeah. first time i heard nigerian people call a dead person the carcass i was like what <laughs> <laughs> i was like is it a body like yeah no no for the deceased oh, god, help god help us. value for life is is, is the major thing so stop no i mean i have to laugh because it's like you know i mean we referred to my dad's body too i was just like okay <laughs> oh wow I'm like okay <laughs> it's 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 uh it's a deep rooted issue <laughs> so so you imagine things like that mm-hmm. even at my age i still remember mm-hmm. 
that's that's another one and it just flashes in my mind like that oh, wow. so exactly <laughs> oh god have mercy but these are things that you're not looking for it it just yeah. this so, <laughs> you have helped us so there might be deeper issues like that that things that we just you know flash yes. like that mm-hmm. so you have to deal with it i just know i mean there's no way how do i forget that <laughs> I mean, so I just, I just, fun. yeah, I just wave it like Jesus, you got my mind in Jesus' name, and yeah. I use the word of God and I keep thinking. Yeah. So imagine okay. if someone else, yeah, has someone something deeper like that. So whatever it is, deal with it, and at the same time, never forget the word of God. Yeah. Since you've been a blessing to us today, and we're so grateful and honored our invitation. Thank you for having Thank me. You. Oh my God, can I say what's been blessing me since I finally on this? Yes! <laughs> I started to ask you, what is it? I started to do you want to be on the second? What's been blessing you second? Come on, let's hear it. What's been blessing me is this podcast, people. I was just driving to a location and I was just like listening to like the replay of last week and the following week. So I think I missed two weeks. I just watched it. Now oh. I listen to it over. As I'm we're driving, what's been blessing me? Believer's response is blessing me. Okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, ladies. God bless you all. This has been a blessing. I, this is my first thank podcast you. interview. <laughs> <laughs> your first so of geeky many. Now. That's, uh, your first, first of, of many. many. Yes, yes, um, I received it. Definitely the first of many with us because we're going to have you back. Yes, so. We have I'm some sure. things that we're going to talk about pertaining yes. to family, yes, life, so. marriage, and sure. children. So you are welcome. I'm always down to chop it up with you girls. Whatever, you call me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you guys so much. Thank Alrighty. you. So, people, so we're going to wrap it up, right? There you have it. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe mm-hmm. and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts. Share. Share, definitely. Mm-hmm. And let us know what's been blessing you. Yes. Right. Remember, as always, as mm-hmm. we say, you know this one, Sister Shade? <laughs> and that's the believer's response. <laughs> 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 <laughs>